listener production. Hey everyone, I'm Amelia Roberhart and welcome to this extra episode of The Briefing. Gwyneth Paltrow is pretty much a household name. She's known to many as an award-winning actress for roles like Emma, Shakespeare in Love or the Marvel superhero series. But in more recent years, Gwyneth's made global headlines. She's been doing a lot of controversial health advice and alternative ideas, and she's peddled all that through her lifestyle and wellness company, Goop. This week, she joined Vogue for its very popular 73 Questions segment. That was to celebrate 15 years of Goop, and she was asked what her initial goal was. Really just to connect people to fantastic information that would make their lives better and more interesting. But in recent years, that brand, it's been raising a lot of eyebrows. From promoting a jade yoni egg that increased female sexual energy to selling so-called biofrequency body stickers. So just how bogus are these wellness products and services? How problematic is wellness as a concept? And how can we protect ourselves from being duped by celebs, influencers and all the big companies? Our listener journalist, Madeline Palmer, is going to join us today to unpack this. So hello, Maddie. Hi, Amelia. How are you going? Good, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Can you tell me a bit about what actually wellness is? Yeah, look, Amelia, wellness is actually a term that can be traced back to the 1650s, and that's according to the Oxford English Dictionary. And the use of the word means the opposite of illness, as it sounds. So the Global Wellness Institute, though, defines wellness as the active pursuit of activities, choices, and lifestyles that lead to a state of holistic health. So it all sounds a little bit complicated to me. Uh, So I decided to reach out to an expert. Dr. Brad McKay, he wrote the book called Fake Medicine which explores what he calls the dangers of wellness warriors, conspiracy theories, supplements and fad diets, among other things. So here's what Dr. Brad had to say about wellness. They're talking about yeah, not only being well with their health or feeling well, but also um, it sort of leans into having this optimal um, health or living your best life or being the most productive that you could possibly be. And so if you're like selling wellness to a crowd, yeah, people always want to feel a little bit better. They want to optimize their health, however that is done, uh, but it ends up being like an, an endless pursuit of something that's um, that's often unattainable for a lot of people. Speaking of selling wellness, what is Goop? Yeah, look, um, as we mentioned earlier, Goop is a company founded by American actress Gwyneth Paltrow, which started as a weekly lifestyle newsletter and encouraged readers to nourish the inner aspect. I'm actually not sure what that means. But Goop then expanded to a web-based company, Goop.com, which collaborated with fashion brands, launched pop-up shops, a wellness uh, summit, a print magazine, a podcast, and even a documentary series on Netflix. And fun fact, Amelia, Gwyneth picked the name Goop because she learned that many successful internet companies had two O's in their name, like Google, Yahoo and Facebook, which is really interesting to me. Yeah, it is. And sounds like she's ticked a lot of boxes there. But yeah. why then has it been so controversial? Mm, so Goop and Gwyneth have received quite a bit of backlash for promoting and selling some interesting products, as I like to say, and treatments. Basically, some of them include vaginal steaming, which is basically a natural 
treatment whereby a woman sits over a steaming bowl of water containing herbs, uh, which promises many health benefits. They also promoted jade eggs, which are small gemstones in the shape of an egg, basically designed to be inserted up the woman's vagina uh, to tone the pelvic floor and improve one's sex life. Another concerning one, though, is the coffee enema devices that they sold on the website, which is a type of colon cleanse used in alternative medicine, which doctors claim have some actual serious risks. And one that you mentioned at the top of the episode as well was the body stickers. And they said they were basically to rebalance the energy frequency in our bodies, which Goop falsely claimed were also made of NASA-developed material. Um, and NASA has come out since then to d- deny this. Uh, and look in 2018, <laughs> yeah, and look in 2018 as well, Goop was then slapped with a $145,000 fine for misleading consumers regarding treatments about their yoni eggs as well. Gee, vaginal steaming and coffee enemas sound pretty spicy. (laughs) When it comes to, I guess, you know, gooping or duping people, what are some examples that have happened like here in Australia or in other places across the world? Yeah, we're definitely not immune here in Australia as well. And and when I think of a big scandal here back home, I instantly think of Belle Gibson, a young woman who claimed to have fought cancer with healthy eating and alternative medicine. I'm not sure if you remember this, Amelia. Does I this... do. She did that big interview. Yeah. Exactly. So in 2013, Gibson launched her Instagram at Healing Bell, where she posted about her cancer and wellness journey, which basically all turned out to be fake in the end. Uh, and the story made global and national headlines. It's actually the subject of a new documentary in the UK, which our very own listener investigative editor Claire Weaver is a part of and I got to chat to Claire briefly as well. It was an absolute roller coaster, a really crazy story to cover. There was so much public interest at the time as well. She'd made extraordinary claims. She had really risen to fame. Apple was putting her app on their watch that was just coming out and it was just, yeah, an extraordinary time. And it was a, the first time really that these these wellness warriors really seemed to be held to account for the claims that they were making. And look, another good example, Amelia, is Pete Evans and his COVID fighting light, Mm. uh, whereby, yeah, the celebrity chef urged his followers to buy the biocharger from his website to optimise and improve potential health, wellness and athletic performance. But here's some audio from his video that he actually posted on Instagram back then. We've had it for the last four or five months up at the farm. We use it pretty much every day. It's It's a pretty amazing tool. Uh, it'll take you down some rabbit holes, so I won't <laughs> take me an hour or two to explain it. But just briefly, it's programmed with about a thousand different recipes. There's a uh, couple on there for Wuhan coronavirus. Yeah, coronavirus. There would have been a lot of hacks and sort of things around about that, you'd guess. What are laws around it? And are they ever really policed? And if so, who is in charge of that? Yeah, that's a really great question. So I'd like to bring back Dr. Brad McKay to answer that. If somebody is promising that vitamins may improve their wellness, then that can be quite legitimate because wellness isn't very clearly defined. So when it came down to saying, oh, well, this weird fluorescent light will stop you from getting COVID, um, then that's when the TGA can act and they can say, hey, this, this is a therapeutic claim. It's not proven. There are no studies to say that sitting beside a fluorescent light will stop you from getting COVID. They can take action with that. So Brad mentioned there that it's actually the Therapeutic Goods Administration that investigates these kind of health claims. Uh, Professor Tony Lawler is the TGA's Deputy Secretary and I got to sit down with him as well. Ads promoting therapeutic goods as health and beauty products might include such things as sports supplements, uh, weight loss medications. Uh, We're seeing cosmetic IV drips, 
cosmetic injectables and other medications or devices that are intended to alter someone's appearance. So we're regularly seeing ads that, um, that can mislead the public about the therapeutic or beneficial properties of a good or substance uh, and that basically uh, means that they can at times be illegally advertising a prescription medicine. And so we're constantly monitoring for illegal activity in this area and we, we're able to take a range of compliance actions to address any unlawful behaviour. Yeah, right. So what actually happened there? So the TGA actually ended up fining Pete Evans nearly $80,000 for breaching advertising requirements in 2021. While in 2022, they fined cult vitamin brand JS Health, which has been spruced by many influencers and celebs for allegedly advertising one of their products called Turmeric Plus, basically saying that it could treat or prevent serious health conditions, including cancer and Alzheimer's disease. And earlier that year, the TGA also introduced a new therapeutic goods advertising code which basically cracked down on influencers promoting health products. Here's Tony Lawler again. It's not really the case that the TGA has banned influencers from promoting health products because the advertising code that we employ doesn't stop influencers from reporting their experiences of complementary medicines and medical devices, but they have to be unbiased accounts of an ordinary consumer's experience of personally using the product or their experience of using it while caring for someone else to ensure that they're not influenced by commercial interests or personal gain. So I think it's important to note that if a person receives cash, a salary, uh, or other gifts or consideration in exchange for a testimonial, then they're considered to be involved in the marketing of that product. And if it's a therapeutic good, then that testimonial is marketing a therapeutic good and consequently is prohibited. Are there other people that can investigate this or is it just the TGA? Well, actually, Amelia, at the beginning of this year, Australia's consumer watchdog announced it was investigating more than 100 influencers after they received hundreds of tip-offs from customers. So apparently most of the tip-offs were about influencers in the beauty, lifestyle and wellness space who had failed to disclose their affiliation with a product or a company. Katrina Lowe is from the ACCC and says there were also a lot of tip-offs about other unlawful behaviour. We see instances uh, where there's a claim that the product or service has been used when in fact they haven't. Some brands even go so far as to have a pre-written script uh, in terms of what the influencer will say. So the ACCC's investigation was run as part of a larger enforcement plan targeting deceptive marketing practices across the digital economy. But Katrina also says businesses and influencers can reach out to them for advice. We also provide uh, advice around what good practice looks like in this space. So, for example, it's incredibly important uh, that influencers or indeed any advertisers make it quite clear what's an ad and what is not. Speaking of the ultimate influencer, what are Gwenny and Goop up to at this stage? So Goop is still going strong. It's celebrating 15 years this week, as you mentioned at the top of the episode, while our friend Gwynny is living her best wellness warrior life. And she says <laughs> she has no plans to return to acting anytime soon. Why would she? Thanks, Maddie. That's it for this extra episode of The Briefing. Tom and the team, they'll be back tomorrow in your feed with a very special episode with Peter Dutton tomorrow from 6. 